Welcome to the Fat Jack Sports Hour. What's happening, hot stuff? I'm a man who discovered the wheel and built the Eiffel Tower out of metal and brawn. That's what kind of man I am. To the show that never ends We're so glad you could attend Come inside, come inside That's right, it's the moment you've been waiting for Oh, James, look at the butt on that Yeah He must work out Time to stop worrying about your weight Stop thinking about your jackass of a boss And get ready to win with the Fat Jack Here's the deal, I'm the best there is, plain and simple. Nobody can hang with my stuff. It's a big, hairy American winning machine. If you play the games against the spread, this is the most important hour of your day. So sit back, grab some Funyuns, and get ready to win. And now, here he is, along with the Fat Jack Dancers, the number one sports consultant in America, the Fat Jack. Hello and welcome to the Fat Jack Sports Hour. Thank you so much for joining us. I'm your host, the Fat Jack. The weekend is here. Holiday season is here. Bowl season is here. Basketball's underway. We're turning the page to the new year. So many things to be thankful for. If you're a client of mine, you're thankful for the money that you've made over the last uh, 12 months and heading into the new year. You realize there is a way to actually make money betting the games. And we're, we're thankful that you decided to spend part of your week with us here on the show so sit back relax we're gonna have a good time get you ready to make some money during the bowls this is the bowl edition of the fat jack sports hour let me bring in my co-host from louisville kentucky mr brandon rush how are you brandon i am splendid the the year is wrapping up it uh, went by much quicker than the two previous that's for sure uh but uh, another profitable year and now the bowl season's here i mean what's not to what's not to be happy about yeah, it's been a, a really good year start to finish when you start the 1st of January and work up through December, which at this point is how we look at things. Mm-hmm. Um, we hit last year's Super Bowl. We hit, hit the finals in March Madness, hit the NBA finals. We made over 35 games in the UFC, almost 40 games in the UFC. Um, football's up. Basketball's up. Everybody's winning. You know, it's funny. Basketball season the last couple of years have done pretty much the same thing where they've been kind of slow. Mm-hmm. They start out really hot for the first month. Then they go through this dip where we're, we're kind of in that right now where they're kind of just banging around and, and maybe a game or two over under over the last you know month or so. Right. But then the last few years, we get to January and it skyrockets up. January has been huge. February has been great. And we end with over 50 games of profit. We're into profit right now, but these little lulls, are no fun. I mean, nobody likes to beat around the beat around 500. They all expect, hey, I signed up, especially around the holidays, mm-hmm. that I'm going to make money. So, ready for that next big bounce in basketball. You know, the one thing that's for sure is over the last 27 years or so, it always happens. So, we have some 22 and three runs and some 24 and one runs, and we have those type of, of runs through the season. It's easy to get deep into profit in the hoops. Uh, really, really quickly. So good time to get signed up, fatjacksports.com. Prices on basketball go up as we head uh, taper off the football season. So as you as you mentioned, we're in the bowl season. This is the bowl show. We're going to talk a lot about the bowls. But when we get back, we're going to be – it'll be playoff time. Mm-hmm. It'll be uh, – and then basketball. So right now is definitely the time to sign up. Also, the preseason rates for 2023 will be up here over the next week or so. Those are by far the lowest – prices the best values you can do the entire year about 35 percent of all the my clients take advantage of those preseason rates for a ton of different reasons Um, number one you um, get the lowest rate you pay the least amount of money to make money all year long you get the baseball season for free that's number two and you that's always guaranteed number three and most importantly for a lot of people they can pay out the service fee up to over 10 months so when you sign up, you you can pay as little as a couple hundred bucks a month for 10 months. Mm. You get the baseball. You're locked in the system. You get the baseball for free. You get the lowest rate of the year, and you're able to pay it out. So by the time we get to football season, you're basically paid off for your service fee. You're already into profit if the, if this year will be any, like any other year, and you're ready for the football season without having to worry about the service fee. So fatjacksports.com, great time to get signed up. If you want those early bird rates now, Go ahead and email us. I'll set those up for you. But they'll be up on the website as we hit 2023, which, as we talked about, is right around the corner. Uh, let's talk about the bowls, Brandon. What um, you know, bowl season's underway? Um, 
kind of going about like it typically goes. I've got a lot of different information on the bowls. Um, what 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 struck you at this point? What are you looking forward to as we come up on these New Year's Day bowls? It was especially in the in the non-playoff bowls and in the, in the in the New Year's Six type bowls. It's been interesting to see again what we always kind of expect the motivation of players going into this what the opt-outs have done for various reasons and then seeing uh the recruiting of players who are actively playing or practicing for bowl games being recruited by other programs it's it's a wild time to be to be a, a college football uh fan and and better but it, Right now, it's it's been about what we expect. A little bit of mayhem, some big time performances, but I, I really kind of tread lightly around a lot of these bowl games, um, at least until you know the big ones come around. Because, like, can you trust a Southern Miss? Can you trust a North Texas? There's a lot of games out there that really kind of make you a little bit uneasy. But at the same time, that's the, the nature of the beast when it comes to college sports. Yeah, the best thing about the bowls are that they're at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. So if you're not already into profit, you've done a ton wrong. My clients are all up. You sign up for the first of the year, sign up for the first of football season, you're deep into profit. Right. So it's not a big deal. It's a bonus. The profit you make now is a bonus. Guys that sign up last week or a few days ago or whatever, they, they are playing for keeps. They've mm-hmm. been losing on their own all year. They, of course, want to blame everybody but themselves <laughs> sure. for their decisions. Sure. And so you go through a bowl game where, you know, what – Miami of Ohio turns it over 16 times or something crazy happens to them. It means so much more because they're not deep into profit. Most of my clients and myself included, I shrug my shoulders and move on. Not a big deal. You've got, uh, you know, bad football teams in a lot of cases mm-hmm. that are playing other bad football teams. So right. you're going to have, you know, we talk about the Mac and kind of make fun of it. It's tongue in cheek during the course of the year because of, you know, how those games can often be decided by turnovers and, uh, miscues and penalties and all sorts of things. Well, you're kind of back into that mode, but the benefit now is that you should be deep into profit. Right. And when you add the basketball there, you don't have to worry about it. So it is funny because I, I've talked about this before. December is the biggest headache month of the entire year for me. I have every year, I have total jackasses, just the biggest idiots in the world that will decide to text or email or something something stupid based on nothing, you know, based on one day mm-hmm. or one game or two, you know, where, where something's happened or God forbid we actually lost. And I, I you know, I, I get them all the time. I have a guy this, this last week that said, I'm putting a report together that's going to expose you and something about, you know, the, uh, that you're throwing dice are better than your, something stupid like that. Uh-huh. I'm, inter- I'm interested to see the report because the, if this guy puts forth this much effort into into this, it's obvious that he's not putting forth effort into his daily life and or you know wagering the games properly. I, you know, Brandon, every single play that everybody gets is posted and documented on the website. When we win, when when my clients win, I win. When my clients lose, I lose. I t- you know my response to that was, please give that report to the commissioner. <laughs> send it right up the flagpole. Send it up the flagpole. Yeah, send it all the way to the top. All the way to the commissioner, because I'm sure he'll find that. Area. I don't know. What, I don't know what that means. I just so stupid. People are so stupid now. I mean, they just—it's like they feel like we fell off a turnip truck five minutes ago. I, I've been vetted by everybody. Been around twenty plus years, twenty-five years at this point. Twenty-five plus years. I'm on the only guy that you guys are listening to that's on Sirius, ESPN, Fox. I have a national TV show. I work on Disney's ESPN. We're not talking about franchises in different parts. I literally the, the the Disney Disney company with the big mouse and the goofy duck or whatever the heck they're doing. They have vetted me. I go on those stations. I am above reproach as far as there is no exposure unless I take my top off. Which I mean, if you're watching us on YouTube right now, you can see pictures of the Fat Jack Pebble there you Beach go. Yeah. Snake preview. That's a that's a that's exposed. How's that for exposure? There you go. That's exposed. <laughs> just I, I just want to. Just go go back under your hole. What are you doing? All right? We've been here all year long. Everybody's making money. 99.9% of the clients are incredibly happy. The ones that aren't, you're showing your stupidity by complaining about one day or one weekend. Of course, everybody's going to lose at some point. We're not going to lose very often. Go to FatJackSports.com, sign up today, and win. Some general bowl stuff to consider as you're going through this bowl season. There are Motivation is absolutely the key. Some teams are motivated. Some teams aren't motivated. 
and there are some coaches. It's a lot of it's about coaches. You're exactly right. We we focus on the wild west of college football, the transfer portal, opting out, going to get ready for the draft, all those things. The reality is there are some coaches and teams that are better suited for getting teams ready, getting teams ready for the bowl than others. Mm-hmm. Uh, Oklahoma State, Mike Gundy, six and zero against the spread his last six. He does a good job for the most part getting his teams ready. Wisconsin, seven and one in their last eight bowl games. Mm. Ohio, or excuse me, Utah, on an eleven and one run in bowls before their last four, where they've been playing in bet more significant sure. bowls. They're on a one and three run, but overall Utah, they get their teams ready. The service academies, not a shocker by the way, but the service academies thirteen and three against the spread in their last sixteen bowl games. You're telling me they're disciplined and, and they know I, how I'm to prepare. S- I'm saying they don't give a crap about the transfer portal. <laughs> they're they they're not worried about, about opt- it. Yeah, they're not they're worried not, about NIL or not opting out. Yeah, they're not taking their fullback dive game and getting ready for the NF for the draft most of the times. What they're doing is waking up at three thirty in the morning, going to dominate the day every single day. Do more push-ups before breakfast than you do all week. Their entire life is built around dominating the day beating people, uh, being better than other people in the world. And by the way, that's who we want at the service academies because that's not for me. Mm-mm. I'm not doing a push-up at 4 a.m. to get ready for anything. I am not about that life. Last time I dominated an entire day, I, 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 can't, even, I, I can't even imagine. I'm, I'm great at parts of the day. I'm certainly great at this part of the job of my day. But dominating start to finish, get up at 4.30, no, that's not me. That's for the armed force. Those guys typically really good in the bowl games. Consider this, Brandon, since 2018 – 36% of all underdogs in the bowl games won straight up. Almost four out of ten underdogs will win bowl games if we go back to 2018. Mm. So the last four years or so. So I got my point is, is if you're betting these games, and by the way, I have teams that aren't any good at preparing. Ohio State, 3-13 and 13 against the spread their last 16 bowl games. I'm sure Florida's on that list because they... Not bowl games, sorry. Uh, ranked teams. They're, Ohio okay. State, 3-13 against the spread their last 16 ranked teams. Um, mm. You're right. Florida, almost always underachieving during the year and almost always underachieving the bowl games. Uh, Dana Holgerson teams. <laughs> talk about coaches. Oh, Dana Holgerson, Dana. not good. At getting his teams ready for games that nobody cares about. If there was ever a Red Bull Bowl, they'd be fired up and ready. Yeah, but there's not. <laughs> and he's and he typically cannot convince his players this game matters. You should care about this spot. Because that's not what happens. They're two and seven against the spread their last nine bowl games. And oh, by the way, four of the, uh, four of of uh, Holgerson teams last five bowl games, four of them they've lost by 14 points or more. Oof. So they not even don't show up and cover. They they phone it in at halftime. These guys are eating corn dogs and playing on their phone in the second half. They are there for the trip and the uh, and the cash grab. It and what's funny, Brandon, you know, I mentioned the TV show that I do called Beat the Odds that runs around the country on the Yes Network and everywhere else. On that show is this dude named Brandon Marshall played for the Denver mm-hmm. Broncos. Won a couple of Super Bowl, won a Super Bowl, had played in four bowl games. And he flat out just told me, he said he played for Nevada Reno. Nevada Reno went to four bowl games, and two of them were the Hawaii Bowl. And he said, Jack, if we weren't playing somebody from a Power Five conference, we did not give a rip about the bowl game. We went for the swag, we went for the party, we went for the beach, we went as a, as a, a successful trip. Mm-hmm. Uh, on a successful year, a way to, to have fun with our buddies. We got guys sent home for stealing. I mean, breaking curve. It, it's not so. My, my point is, is that if you're betting these bowl games, you need to be digging a little bit deeper than the name and the number on the side of the helmet. This is not like them playing on a, on campus in in October. It's yeah. It's not even like the first part of the season. Last week, I compared the bowl games to uh, the first part of the season when you have to go back and see who's playing and who's not. Sure. There's always new people, and and to a point, you have to do that. But the reality is, motivation. It's very difficult to predict motivation. That's why the NBA is so tough. They Oof. have so much data on the NBA, and every night is not going to be a 10 out of 10 motivation for these guys, and you don't know when you're going to get a 4 out of 10. You don't know when you know Luka's going to sit out. You don't know when, when someone's going to decide, you know what, hamstring's feeling a little tight tonight. I'm not going not gonna to push it. Or they went to the strip club and stayed a little late. Got yeah. a little glitter in their eye. You never know when glitter's going to get in the eye. Glitter gets in the eye, Brandon, it's hard to shoot a three. Hard to, hard to do happens. a lot of things with glitter in your eyes, yeah. Yeah, it really is, and so that becomes a problem, and you don't know when that's happening. 
And, and you know, just somebody fighting with their girlfriend or their wife or their kids are sick or whatever, and they've got their mind on something else, and they're in Detroit. <laughs> yeah. Those things are not easy to predict. Well, bowl games can be similar to that. So that's why you tune into the show. That's why we're going to get you into winners. Go to FatJackSports.com. I drill down, dig through all that, figure out the teams that are good and not good. We talk about the, the bowl games coming up on, on New Year's Eve, Brandon. Mm-hmm. Um. Talk to me about those. Alabama, Kansas State, Ooh, TCU, boy. Michigan. I mean, we've got some good stuff going on on the 31st of the month. Uh, both semifinal games, also Alabama, Kansas State. Um, quarterback and linebacker going to play for Alabama. That number jumps from three to five and a half or six. Um, also, you've got Iowa, Kentucky for anybody that doesn't have cable. <laughs> that will unfortunately be the game that will be on at my in-laws place because, yeah, none of them have cable. Wow. I mean, yeah, it's 11 a.m. too, so it's one of those deals. It's it's literally like going to a place that has great steak, and to start the and to start the meal, you're getting salary. You know, it's and like, okay. and then you order the chicken fingers. Yeah, I mean, no, I think the steaks are coming. I mean, later that night, you're getting some great sure. food. There's going to be a sure. nice dessert later, you know, fl- Alaska flambe or something. You're getting some good stuff, but to start the day, you're getting celery sticks. I mean, Iowa-Kentucky. So which of these games, Iowa-Kentucky, Alabama-Kansas State, or either semifinal game, which one Which one excites you the most? I mean, Alabama-Kansas State is going to be a fun matchup uh, because I feel as if that Alabama doesn't have to worry about motivation because Nick Saban will have that team prepared. Also, too, they know if they don't go out and do what's expected of an Alabama football team, Nick Saban will have them replaced. So you get that side of the coin versus a Kansas State team who I think overachieved all year, is very well coached, and was very close to winning a a Big 12 championship game. They are relishing the opportunity to play someone the likes of Alabama. So from uh, you don't have to question the motivation of either one of these teams. you got teams that play to their strengths and do it well, and from a matchup standpoint – is a very intriguing matchup because you get a bunch of speed against a bunch of against a bunch of power and two very contrasting styles on the offensive side of the ball. Yeah, you're yeah, you're getting this is a tough one Brandon because Vegas wants you on Alabama. Alabama, yeah. So your value's coming with the team that doesn't have as good of players or as good of an offense, sure. How many how many of Kansas State's players were recruited by Alabama? I mean, I, the on the on the entire roster, maybe two guys were were at least like visited by by a position coach by Alabama yeah, yeah and maybe yeah maybe one offer maybe mm-hmm, I don't mm-hmm. even know who it'd be but but they do it with second tier athletes but the problem becomes they always do it to get second tier athletes they don't care they are that definition of the guys that show up with a chip on their shoulder yep. they'll run through a brick wall for yep. you and they're playing a team full of five stars that are all looking at the NFL all have Nil money all are making a ton of money just to play college football. And what is – it's a big bowl game, obviously, but it's a Sugar Bowl's a big thing. But what is their true motivation? And the other part of that is how good is Alabama? I mean, this team could have four, four losses, losses, including, yeah. by the way, to a Big 12 team that isn't good enough to play in this. <laughs> that they that Kansas State beat, right. So uh, it really becomes a difficult game. Um, I, I will never line up, especially in these games, on a favorite – when I know Vegas wants me on the favorite, I just uh, uh, listen. Kansas State may turn it over three times and lose the game, but Vegas believes this thing is a four-point game. They mm-hmm. like this thing 27-24, 27-23, something like that. Uh, Kansas State covering, uh, running the ball, being balanced, and Alabama getting more and more pressure put on them, like Kansas State does to a lot of teams. They remind me of a grappler in the UFC. They just keep coming keep spider monkeying you and the next thing you know they're choking you out yep that's kind of what k-state is they, they you look up there's nothing that sexy about them they don't do anything great they're just balanced they don't make a lot of mistakes and next thing you know it's in the fourth quarter and you're only up three or you're only up seven and they've got the ball it becomes a tough spot where the pressure is always on you k-state plus the points your first free winner of the day 800-298-1383 go to fatjacksports.com the bowls are here. The bowl season is here. But more importantly, 2023 is here. And for a lot of you, you've never made money betting on sports. Now is your chance. Now is your time to actually make money. Draw a line in the sand, get signed up, and start winning. Um, it's, it's that easy. The players are texting your cell phone. They're emailed to you. They're going to make you money. Get signed up and start winning. We're going to take a break. 
We're going to come back, talk about Brandon's New Year's plans coming up this next week at this weekend and how he's going to start 2023. We're going to get you another free winner or two. Talk more about these semifinal games and all the New Year's Day Bowls and much, much more. You're listening to the Fat Jack Sports Hour. You're listening to the Fat Jack Sports Hour. Call 1-800-298-1383 or log on to FatJackSports.com to join the long list of winners. Hey, this is the Fat Jack. Are you ready to make money heading into the new year? For a lot of you, it would be the first time ever that you actually made money betting on sports. I can help you do that. Go to FatJackSports.com and for less than $99 a week, start making money betting the games. The plays are text to your cell phone. They're emailed to you. They are top selections that I'm personally betting my money on that are making me money over the last 27 years. Go to FatJackSports.com and for less than 100 bucks a week, make money betting on the games. FatJackSports.com. Hey, it's Brandon Rush from the Fat Jack Sports Service. If you want to stay in touch with everything related to the Fat Jack, follow us on all the socials, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, TikTok, you name it. We are there at Fat Jack Sports. You can also watch the Fat Jack Sports Hour on YouTube every weekend. Plus, see funny clips from the show, see Jack's appearances on the nationally syndicated TV show, Beat the Odds, and get primed for more profit every week with Bets and Breakfast, Sunday mornings at 9 a.m. only on YouTube. Stay connected to the Fat Jack at Fat Jack Sports on all the socials and on YouTube. This is Lindsay, and one of the sexiest things about the Fat Jack besides his belly is that he promotes responsible gambling. So if you're trying to win enough money to pay your rent or betting with money that should be used for other things like food or simply think you or someone you know might have a gambling problem, don't call Jack, silly. Call 800-522-4700 and get help today. Now, enjoy the show and have a great weekend. Welcome back to the Fat Jack Sports Hour, and now here is our host bringing in the new year. He is the Fat Jack. Thank you so much, Brandon. Fat Jack Sports Hour, segment number two, Bowl Edition show. We're turning the page into 2023. Guys, go to FatJackSports.com, get signed up, make 2023 a winning year. Um, Stop losing on your own. It's very inexpensive. When you sign up, even through the Super Bowl, it's less than 100 bucks a week. That fat football and basketball, you're getting all the playoffs. We always, always, always make money in the playoffs. You're going to get the the prop bets for the Super Bowl. Uh, we haven't missed a Super Bowl in years. We've, we've hit actually 14 of the last 17 uh, Super Bowl plays. So everybody's winning the Super Bowl. It's a great time to get signed up. Plays are text to your cell phone or email to you. A brand new year's coming up. What are your plans there? We are actually going to uh, a comedy show on uh, on New Year's Eve. And then we're, uh, we're staying... At a, at a fancy schmancy hotel downtown, just kind of ringing in the new year. We were excited. Uh, there's a place here in Louisville that does a uh, a breakfast like holiday brunch, um, which seemed fun until we found out it was like two hundred something dollars a person, and we are not about that life. Yeah, I you know, you asked me off the air. Was the last time that I went out and we did something on New Year's, like I did a thing, mm-hmm. and it's it's been a few. It was only two or three years ago, but. Typically, no. I'm never out. Um, we've been, spent a lot of them in the Bahamas. They have Junkanoo in the Bahamas, and so that will that's late, and so I'd stay up for that sometimes and watch fireworks. But typically, no, I'm in bed before midnight. We did go to Hawaii a few years ago, and they had a thing that you you they were ringing in the New Year's, and and we were at Ritz Carlton, and they had we had a problem with the stay. So my wife went and complained, and they said, "Here, we'll give you four tickets to our." super elite party that's like $350 a piece for a party for New Year's. That's like so Super Bowl party money, but okay. Yeah, and I thought, well, we got to go. I don't know what 350 <laughs> could possibly get me, especially we don't drink. Right. None of us drink. That was the year that I went to my daughter who was wanting to experiment with some things, and I, I make her be honest with me about things. So right. I went to her and I said, all right, here's what we'll do. I will let you drink all that that i'm going to tell you what you're going to drink and how much you're going to drink and you can drink all of it tonight but you have to drink all of it and so she thought about it 
and she decided no, she wasn't going to do that. So <laughs> was it the fact that she didn't trust you, or the fact, or did she weigh the pros and cons of bringing in a new year really hungover? There was a stipulation there too, because you know my kids don't neither of them drink, and so there was there was I, I felt like well if you're going to do it around me, you're going to do it need to be around me. And if you're going to do it, her, we're going to do it right. I was going to make her incredibly sick <laughs> because I heard stories of that parents doing that. Sure. So it ended up not panning out. But yeah, that that was a New Year's we actually stayed up. Um, this year, my group is dispersing because that's what happens when they get older. About on New Year's uh, Eve or New Year's Day. Uh, my kids are both going to different parts of the country. So Katie's going to go the day before to L.A. to do New Year's with her friends, and Jackson is going to New Year's on the 1st so that he can then go to work on the 3rd. So um, it will be another kind of light New Year's, I think. So great great timing on the bowls, though. Mm -hmm. We talked about this with football in general. Us having Christmas and New Year's on Sundays is really, really nice because we're getting big days on Saturday, which everybody's used to. And then we get the new, you know, the NFL and things going on Sunday as well. The, you know, another game. We're not going to spend a ton of time on it, but another game that is exactly like what we just talked about, but even more so. It's kind of the poster child of um, bowl games and the issues with bowl games. Are is USC and Tulane? I was when you started saying, started talking about it. That was the one I had circled. Yeah, it's it's absolutely. You have a team in Tulane that a couple years ago couldn't win a game. Mm -hmm. Um, wouldn't win anything. Got better last year. Now they win 11 games. And they play a USC team that literally into their last game were looking for a spot in the playoff. And they have a ton of prima donnas, a ton of guys going to the NFL. Uh, even the ones that are playing, what is their motivation? USC, a two-and-a-half-point favorite. Um, it just it just magnifies the issues with bowl games um, because you, you've got a team that's underachieved versus a team that really is happy to be there. And as I just talked about players that were not recruited by the other team and they're playing, uh, against a power five conference and a really good team. And Oh, by the way, the Heisman trophy winner is on that team or mm. was on that team. So, um, what do you like there, Brandon? You, you think, can you see USC do it, uh, at the cotton bowl? Cotton bowl, by the way, not a bad bowl game. It, it seems like it might be, but it is – yeah, not now it's not. And their swag has been good for years. Mm -hmm. I know guys that were on the coaching staff here at OU uh, back years ago, and if they were not going to go to, uh, you know, one of the, the main games that year, the Cotton Bowl was always the game they wanted to go to because the swag was always really good. They take care of them. There's great activities. They spend a ton of money, give a lot of stuff to the players. So it's not a bad spot at all. Uh, you've got – but USC – coming from Southern California where they can be hanging out at Laguna Beach, having to come to the middle of the country against Tulane that will travel well. USC wouldn't travel well if it was being played at the Coliseum. So um, what do you like there, Tulane-USC? Uh, you're absolutely right. Spend it in Malibu or, you know, spend it in a, in a hotel room in Arlington. That's a great place for, uh, for New Year's. Um, that said, Tulane, great story, like you said, is happy to be there. A really good season, really good turnaround for the program. I mean – there's going to be a lot of points scored in this game, I think. I, I, I think Lincoln Riley knows how to score points. They want to prove that that Caleb Williams, who's going to be the number one pick in the 2024 NFL draft, that you know this is just another opportunity for him to showcase. He might not even play in the in past the midway point of the third quarter. I think USC wins this one large just because there is a very big talent discrepancy. The fact, though, the line's only two and a half scares me because you would think, knowing the level of competition that Tulane has played versus USC – there's a bit of a gap there. So the line does, though, give me a little bit of hesitance. 36% of all dogs won straight <laughs> up in bowl games since 2018. You threw that That's out earlier, and it just went straight out my brain. Yeah, It's the thing that keeps ringing in my head. This is one of the 36%, right? Mm. I mean, this, is, this has to be one of those 36% that wins. I mean, it doesn't mean they're going to for sure. No. But this is the candidate for that. This is, And also, by the way, only three games – by single digits, the last five years in the Final Four, you don't have teams covering and not winning either. So when we talk about the Final Four coming up, understand that you get the better team that wins and covers. So if it's Ohio State beating Georgia, they're not going to probably cover and not win. They're going to beat them. Only three games in the last five years have been decided by single digits in the Final Four. Mm. And this is one of those games, this Tulane-USC game, where – I, I, you know, you, you're not going to have a team cover and not win. So uh, it's it's a underdog-driven model. The bowl games are, 
I think that the, that uh, that Tulane wins and covers this wow. game because of everything we just talked about. We just, you know, it's USC not caring. There's nothing to motivate them other than pride. I mean, what else? It's not even the Sugar Bowl. It's not even – it's the Cotton Bowl. It's a, it's a good bowl, but it's not anything that's going to fire anybody up. And I just don't know that, you know, unless they're really – what you need to look at is how many younger players are on this team. Because freshmen, sophomore, those guys, they'll care because they maybe hadn't played as much. And or, this is know, not going to be a game where there's going to have a bunch of fans in attendance. Because, I mean, Tulane doesn't have a, a huge alumni base. And USC alumni aren't going to go to, to Dallas for a bowl game. Oh, it's going to be something. It's going to be a bunch of cowboys from the stockyards that are trying to look for something to do on the second. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I mean, it's Monday. Well, let's, let's go do something. Yeah, well, it's noon on Monday. Let's roll. Let's do it. We're going to get drunk and watch some football. <laughs> I mean, that's what's going to happen. So it's so weird. It's such a weird spot. And, they, again, you're going to have guys that are beaten up so much. Remember, this is after the semifinal games. This is after a lot of high-profile games where guys are going to have a lot of money bet on it. This is a makeup spot. The, absolutely, the general public's playing USC here. If for no other reason, they don't know anything about Tulane. I mean, there's nobody's going to break down this game and say, give me Tulane. It's just not a thing. So you're either guessing and playing USC or you're looking at talent you're playing USC. That typically gets you in a lot of trouble. Tulane plus the points, that's your second free winner. Fatjacksports.com, get signed up today. There's a lot, long way to go in these bowls. January is always, always, always a profitable month. And I say always a profitable month. Of the last 25 years, we've made money in January 24 times. 24 out of 25, January, we bank profit. You do not want to miss January. It's one of those months that a lot of people will say, ah, take a break. Take a break to March Madness. See how it goes. That is a bad, bad idea. If you want to build profit, get signed up for the month of January, and you will win. How are we doing on time? Uh, we got some time here before we uh, we need to get in a break. The uh, what what does twenty twenty three look like? I mean, obviously we've seen the the national change uh, of the landscape for, for sports betting. What does it mean for for the the sports betting as a whole? And what is it, what do we got coming up in twenty three? Yeah, it's it's going to be an interesting year because twenty twenty two was a historic year with all the things going on. People may not realize this. They had the World Cup during the holidays instead of the summer. Live Golf came onto the scene, mm-hmm. um, which is a new golf tour, obviously. NIL, we're expanding the playoff. How many things happened in 2022 that kind of changed the landscape of sports? I mean, it was a very, very interesting year. And the benefits of a lot of those things are going to be felt as we head forward into 23 and 24. By the way, we won money in the World Cup, so congratulations to everybody on that. The um, 23 is going to be um, – uh, expanded golf selections. We're going to get more golf because the Live Golf has opened up an opportunity to make money betting on golf. Baseball, we're either going to charge for that. We're going to charge for that. I just can't. I can't not. So uh, it's it's turning over 50 games of profit a year for free. Um, and so there's a lot of things going forward that we're gonna we're gonna benefit from that have actually kind of laid the foundation here in 2022. And as far from a sports gambling standpoint around the country, I I, I we're moving closer in Florida. For sure. I don't think we're getting any closer in Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. Uh, for those of you listening to Oklahoma, I don't think we're getting close. I, I think that these two parents, the tribes and the governor, they're now divorced. They're living in condos and they're gone about their life and they're, they're going to try to deal with other things. I mean, the people have spoken. They like Kevin. They want Kevin to be the governor of Oklahoma and, and Kevin believes there should be sports games. So I'm hoping something happens. But I'm, I'm pessimistic, and I get those emails all the time. I actually have a copy-and-paste email I respond when people ask, <laughs> when are they going to get o- gambling in Oklahoma? I get it from Oklahoma and Texas. Texas, those are two places where people are puzzled by the fact we don't have gamb- sports gambling. In Oklahoma, they're really puzzled because you can gamble on anything here. Right. I mean, it's just ridiculous. But no, no, we're going we're gonna to hold off and let people drive. I have clients driving to Kansas every single week. There's a bunch of people like me who live in a state – where sports betting is not legal, but you live next to a state where it is, and you just pop over an imaginary line or over a river, and next thing you know, bam, you can you can legally wager on games. It's the dumbest thing in the world. It's greed. It's not good for the state. It is just hor- it's horrible they don't have a relationship because, again, guys, guys are doing it. Everybody wants to gamble is gambling. They're just not benefiting from it. And, by the way, neither are the dependency programs that would go with that. Mm-hmm. 
the the educational programs. Now, I'm giving like five seminars this year on sports gambling to different parts of the country. The people they've reached out to me and said, "We want you to come talk about sports gambling, the landscape of sports gambling, the future of sports gambling, um, the dependency issues of sports gambling, the risks, all those things." I, I've given these these seminars to businesses and companies and different people. Um, I've, I've lined up five so far, and I didn't even reach. They've all just reached out to me. Um, it's happening. People want to gamble on sports or gambling on sports. If you're in a state that doesn't have it legalized, you're just your state's not benefiting from it. So that's that's foolish. That's a shame. Quit being so greedy. Get something worked out with your state. California, I'm looking at you. Mm. Florida, I'm looking at you. Oklahoma, absolutely looking at you. Texas, looking at you. These big states, people are gambling on everything that they want. Your state is just not benefiting from it. So I don't want to hear about how little your teachers are making or about how your roads are stinking. If you're not you're not doing just the little things to get the money for the tax revenue that you'd be getting for things that are happening either way. It makes no sense. Perfect band-aid for a lot of, a lot of different ailments and states are just either, either too dumb or too arrogant to, uh, to, to adopt and, and move on. Yep. It's greed. The, the, the places that have gambling don't want to give revenue to the state. So if it's not already in the compact and it's not already agreed upon, which there's still, you know, debate about whether the compact should even be legal in some of these states, mm. But if they allow another form of gambling, and by the way, we're going to take a break and come back and give some more winners out for, for the Bulls. But if these states allow another form of gambling, but they don't get the same level of revenue for their tribe or for their, their, their group, their company, whoever it is, then they are against it. Because their thought is, well, people are going to gamble, whether it's on sports or otherwise. We want them to come in and spend money on our slot machines. And if they do that, then we're going to get, let's say, I don't know, twenty percent of the revenue, whatever it is. But if we negotiate a new deal with the state, we are only going to get five percent. So they're not they 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 have no benefit in their eyes to offering a form of gambling that they don't make as much from because in their eyes they're going to lose out. The guy's not going to bet on the slots or not going to bet on the table games. He's going to bet on sports, and they make less money from it. That is the the short second grade version of why your state, wherever you are that doesn't have it, doesn't have sports gambling. California, all these states are run by tribal casinos. Their gambling is run by the tribes. So they don't want to give up that revenue to offer another form of gambling that they're not going to benefit from as much. And frankly, if I'm running the tribes, I'm not sure that I disagree. Sure. Right? If I'm running the whatever tribe of uh, in California, why in the world would I want to offer a form of gambling that I've got to cut in DraftKings, a cut in FanDuel, cut in the state on a different relationship at the expense of probably them coming to my casino out in the middle of nowhere to to bet on my slot machines or on my table game. So they, they don't want to do that. And the states are saying, well, we don't like the relationship that you have with the other table games. We think it should be more equitable, equitable for the state. They should get more money. And, oh, by the way, sports gambling should be a part of that. So where did it impasse? State wants more, tribes want more, nobody's getting gambling. Dependencies are not getting or getting sports gambling. Dependencies, uh, companies are not being able to help with uh, the dependency issues. And uh, that money is just still being bet. It's just being done illegally. Mm. Or, they're, or they're traveling to states that, are, uh, that have figured out a relationship, Iowa, Kansas. Those are also states run by the tribes in their states, but they saw the benefits to adding sports gambling to it. Iowa, uh, Illinois, Indiana, those type places still have a bunch of tribal casinos running the casinos. They just feel like the uh, sports game would be a good part of that. The outlier to that is New Mexico. Jace basically just said, all right, everybody can just get effed. We're going to do what we want. <laughs> We're adding it. We're not changing anything. We don't need, your, to stop us. We don't need your approval. We're not getting They did. They, they started a conversation in New Mexico. And, uh, well, here's what we'll do. Here's what we won't do. And the state said, well, we think you should do this. And they said, all right, well, we don't care what you think. We're going to add sports gambling. So, Too so damn well, bad. To, yeah, you go to New Mexico, you bet on sports. They're just not – it's not – it's done through the, the tribes and through their casinos. They don't care. They just added it to their to their compact <laughs> and said, yeah, it's the same thing. Believe it or disprove it. It's like when my daughter comes and says, I clean my room. And she's in California and I'm not. I mean, I, I can't prove she did or she didn't because I'm not there. So – all right, Fat Joe, we spent enough time on sports game. Although I will tell you, that segment is worth a lot to a lot of people yeah. around the country because I get emails, a lot of emails, more than I should, about why different states don't have sports gambling. 
And that, in a nutshell, is why. So, uh, FatJackSports.com, get signed up, start winning today. Don't go anywhere. We're going to take a quick break, come right back, get you ready for 2023. We're going to talk about both semifinal games coming up after the break, get you some winners in those, and who we think is going to win the national championship in football. You're listening to Bowl Edition of the Fat Jack Sports Hour. You're listening to the Fat Jack Sports Hour. Call 1-800-298-1383 or log on to fatjacksports.com to join the long list of winners. Hey, it's Brandon Rush from the Fat Jack Sports Service. If you want to stay in touch with everything related to the Fat Jack, follow us on all the socials, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, TikTok, you name it. We are there at Fat Jack Sports. You can also watch the Fat Jack Sports Hour on YouTube every weekend. Plus, see funny clips from the show, see Jack's appearances on the nationally syndicated TV show Beat the Odds, and get primed for more profit every week with Bets and Breakfast, Sunday mornings at 9 a.m. only on YouTube. Stay connected to the Fat Jack at Fat Jack Sports on all the socials and on YouTube. Hey, this is the Fat Jack. Are you ready to make money heading into the new year? For a lot of you, it would be the first time ever that you actually made money betting on sports. I can help you do that. Go to FatJackSports.com, and for less than $99 a week, start making money betting the games. The plays are text to your cell phone. They're emailed to you. They are top selections that I'm personally betting my money on that are making me money over the last 27 years. Go to FatJackSports.com. And for less than 100 bucks a week, make money betting on the games. FatJackSports.com. If you are looking for more action this week, Prize Picks is daily fantasy made easy. With multi sport prop entries, you can mix and match your action every day from almost anywhere in the country. Sign up with promo code FATJACK and get a 100% deposit bonus up to $100. That's 100 bucks when you sign up with promo code FATJACK. Go to pricepicks.com or download the app and sign up with promo code FATJACK to get in on the action today. This is Lindsay, and one of the sexiest things about the Fat Jack besides his belly is that he promotes responsible gambling. So if you're trying to win enough money to pay your rent or betting with money that should be used for other things like food or simply think you or someone you know might have a gambling problem, don't call Jack, silly. Call 800-522-4700 and get help today. Now, enjoy the show and have a great weekend. Welcome back to the Fat Jack Sports Hour. And for the final time in this calendar year, here is our host, a big fan of big potatoes. He is the Fat Jack. Thank you, Brandon, so much. Fat Jack Sports Hour. I just, I was hungry. Everybody's leaving for lunch. I'm going to stay and keep the lights on. And I told him, I first, I said horrible things about where they were going to eat and then at the end i had to backtrack because there's nothing here so i said yeah give me a baked potato please so <laughs> i ain't going you can't make me i'm, I'm mad at you for not inviting me yeah i'll, I'll take one with uh with yeah with the good stuff <laughs> some on butter it, so. some sour cream yeah, let's, let's yeah go. I'm, that's what's going on here so uh <laughs> i'm just you know family time brandon family time you know we're the holidays i mean you can't beat it i'm glad i'm glad when they come here and i'm glad when they go home that's where I am right now. That's what so. they say about buying a boat, right? Best day is or the second best day of boat ownership is the day you buy it, and the second the best is when the day you sell it. I think that there's some truth to that for a lot of people. I've owned boats my whole life, uh, not my whole life, but my whole adult life, um, and I I don't love the selling. I, I almost always enjoy the buying, and I enjoy having it. I mean, I think that's it's a lot like golf. Boating either it's gets inside your blood or it doesn't, mm-hmm. and if it doesn't, then you're right. It's kind of a pain. They're expensive, all that. Um, but yeah, we we have a you know a couple of boats right now. I actually enjoy it. I enjoy the lifestyle. It keeps my blood pressure down, and it's a good place to work from. You know, the you can you can find winners at the ocean just as well as you can sitting here in Quail Creek at the golf course. So, uh, FatJackSports.com. If you want those winners, if you want to make money in 2023, we talked about turning the calendar year. It was a very fast year. You're exactly right about that. Um, but it was a profitable one, so it's a good thing. It's a winning year, and winning years are always good years. So you can you can win money betting on sports. So guys, right now, a lot of them, are, they have a helpless feeling about things. They just haven't had a lot of success. They haven't been winning. And if you sign up for a weekend, especially later in the year, the bar is so high on how well we have to do to get you into profit, it makes it difficult for you to succeed even when you make a good choice, like signing up. Um, because 
you've lost on your own. So if I don't produce you five, six, seven, eight games of profit in a week, you feel like it's not a successful investment. The reality is, is that we're going to make 10 or 15 games of profit a month on average every month. So maybe you're getting a five or six game profitable day or weekend, and maybe you're getting a push weekend. You know, unfortunately, you might get one of the few. We lose, actually lose betting on sports one out of about every five weeks or so. Mm-hmm. And so you might be getting that. That's no good. It's not Obviously, we don't want that. But the reality is if you're getting all the plays long term, you're going to win because the bar is much lower. You don't have to have a must win this weekend, this, t- this day. So a 7-4, and four, when you're a seasonal client, looks like a – pretty good it's fine it's two or three more games to the positive your balance goes up you win more money and then when we have those five six eight games worth of profit in a week your balance balloons up but it's trending up the entire time and what's most important when we have one of those few losing weeks you're just it's a correction you're giving back a little bit sports gambling is hard they're going to be losing weeks all right don't let anybody tell you different because it's going to happen, but not very often with us. And if you're on long-term, you're going to win long-term. And that's the most important thing. Look at yourself as we turn to 2023 and say, how did I do last year? And, and what did I do for myself over the course of the year to allow myself the chance to win? Most of you are going to say nothing consistently. Signed up here for a little bit, signed up there for a little bit, kind of followed this, kind of did that. You're not going to have something that allows you to consistently build profit over the course of the year go to fatjacksports.com sign up today and win let's talk about these semifinal games brandon um which one of it are you most interested in watching uh, tcu michigan I, I michigan at least in the last two years has really at least proven that they deserve to be in the upper echelon of, of college football tcu bunch of tryhards a stud at quarterback tries to find a way to win games this kind of feels like the uh, the Kansas State Alabama game that we were talking about, with the exception being obviously Michigan wants to be there. They're not. They're not. And they're not going to overlook TCU. I think this is the better of the two semifinal games, and thirty six percent of underdogs win games. Would not surprise me to see TCU pull off the upset here. Yeah, I, the, both of them I think are great. For as much as we complain about the playoff system, and mm-hmm. I'm excited for the expansion. Yes. Um, because there are some teams, Alabama included, that have a, a gripe. They would say, Alabama fans would tell you, well, we would be favored over mm-hmm. at least TCU, mm-hmm. probably Michigan, definitely Ohio State. Uh, we would be favored over them. My response to that always is and always will be, you were also favored over Texas A&M. You're also favored over Tennessee. And you were also favored over two other teams that you should have lost to. So you being favored, the perception of the general public on what should happen we clearly see, especially this year, is not what happens. Right. What Vegas, happens. Vegas doesn't get to dictate the uh, the playoff teams. Exactly. And if they did, they'd still be wrong some. So right. you, the, the odds don't should not be the only deciding thing, who should be favored over whom. Because if that was the case, we shouldn't play the season anyway. Just play Alabama and Georgia at the end, and we just move on with it. Um, but you have to you have to do it weekly. Um, but you're, I, I like both games. I really do. Ohio State, if you throw out the Michigan game, of course you can't. But if you throw out the Michigan game, this team led the country in most major categories. Very productive uh, offense, too, yeah. Quality of wins, uh, uh, margin of victory, all those type of things. They, they had a pretty good year, you know, on a lot of those things. Uh, they're playing a Georgia team that's done nothing but exactly what they're supposed to do, which is go out and beat everybody on their schedule because they have better players. Um, yet that number's under a touchdown. Again, a game they're they're inviting you to play Georgia. I mentioned this when I talked about the overview of the Bulls. Ohio State three and thirteen against the spread versus ranked teams. Ohio or Georgia certainly ranked. The, also, we talked about the, these semifinal games since uh, over the last five years, not determined by single digits. We don't have a lot of exciting outcomes. Most of them, there's only been three games in the last five years of the Final Four that were decided by single digits mm. so most of the time and half of them by the way half of the games in the last five years were decided by 20 points or more Oof. so they have been blowouts most of the time in these final four games they've been blowouts only three of the number ones um i don't know what that stat is i'm not going to say it so uh, but anyway half of the half of the the uh, game is decided by 20 points or more so you're probably not going to get a lot of close games when you look at it from that perspective well Michigan has a much better chance of blowing out TCU than the other way around. Sure. 
Georgia certainly has a much better chance of blowing out Ohio State than the other way around. But I'm with you. When you talk about TCU, the X factor of what you're getting with the Horned Frogs, you do, lesser conference, a lot of parity in the conference, very battle-tested. I, I said this on the TV show. There's a chance we're getting that Michigan and Ohio State, Brandon, are like – how much time do we have, by the way? Like about a minute and a half. Oh, my gosh. Okay, Michigan and Ohio State are like if you and I woke up and found ourselves in a rap battle against ten people that had never listened to the radio before. Okay. You and I would dominate a rap battle even though the two of us are horrible at rap. Right. We have a we, you're right. Yeah, I'm with so you. But we could beat ten people who didn't know what they were doing because they never listened to the radio. There is a chance that Michigan and Ohio State – it's that old adage, when you have two quarterbacks, you a lot of times don't have any quarterbacks. Right. You hear that a lot. What if – the Big Ten stinks. Who is the best win in Michigan, Ohio State, besides Michigan, Ohio State? Who's the best team they even played? No. Neither of Penn, these teams. Penn have, State, maybe? I mean, and that's a reach. Right? And we're back in the conference. It's like being the tallest midget. Like, if that's what you're going to hang your hat on. It could be a real flaw in the whole system that we look up this next week or week after, whatever, and we're like, you know what? That makes a little more sense. Yeah, if it's Georgia TCU and both the Big Ten teams just are competitive – we're going to have to try and connect some dots here. Yeah, we start drilling down and say, well, who did they actually beat? They played each other. Michigan got a big win against Ohio State, but that's all they played. They, would, they didn't play anybody else. That and, and we'll see by the time we get there, but I think there's a chance we may see that. I'm with you. I like TCU. I like Georgia. I do think Georgia takes care of TCU. We have a, a back-to-back champion. So you're looking for long-term just who's going to win. That's what we're looking at. You want long-term profit. That's not going to get you into long-term profit. Go to FatJackSports.com, get signed up today, and start winning. Brandon, final thoughts of 2022. Glad that uh, we got another year under our belts and excited for what 23 is going to bring us. Including the Super Bowl right around the corner. Yes. I've, I've started working out the arrangements for that big party. Fired up. And much, much more. If you want to be uh, celebrate your year, get signed up at FatJackSports.com and start making money betting the games until next week until next year guys have a very safe and happy holiday season very safe and happy bowl season and a great new year for brandon the fat jack this has been the bowl edition of the fat jack sports hour you're listening to the fat jack sports hour call 1-800-298-1383 or log on to fatjacksports.com to join the long list of winners Hey, this is the Fat Jack. Are you ready to make money heading into the new year? For a lot of you, it'd be the first time ever that you actually made money betting on sports. I can help you do that. Go to FatJackSports.com and for less than $99 a week, start making money betting the games. The plays are text to your cell phone. They're emailed to you. They are top selections that I'm personally betting my money on that are making me money over the last 27 years. Go to FatJackSports.com and for less than 100 bucks a week, make money betting on the games. FatJackSports.com Hey, it's Brandon Rush from the Fat Jack Sports Service. If you want to stay in touch with everything related to the Fat Jack, follow us on all the socials, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, TikTok, you name it. We are there at Fat Jack Sports. You can also watch the Fat Jack Sports Hour on YouTube every weekend. Plus, see funny clips from the show, see Jack's appearances on the nationally syndicated TV show Beat the Odds, and get primed for more profit every week with Bets and Breakfast, Sunday mornings at 9 a.m. only on YouTube. Stay connected to the Fat Jack at Fat Jack Sports on all the socials and on YouTube.